to What We Like. We're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and buzz sessions. And be petty, because I have a petty spirit, so if my petty spirit is live, it will. some days off so that was good 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 and then the the bad 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 was that the Patriots won the Super Bowl ah so okay so you know I know nothing about football the only thing I know is a touchdown that's it I don't know first down third down fifth down I don't know any of that but I so that was your team I'm assuming no, I mean, because I told you when we talked about it last episode, I was pulling for the Rams, but they didn't win. And it was a super boring game. I kind of zoned yes. out in the, the second the second half and found out uh, yesterday, I think it was the lowest watched Super Bowl, I think, in history. So, yeah. Yes. Thumbs well, down for the Super Bowl. Well, the Saints, uh, I heard, feel like they are the ones to contribute to it being such a boring game because I don't think anybody in the South was watching the game. Like, <laughs> right, right. That's a good point. It could, it could be that. Yeah. So, birthday. Anything fun for your birthday? hung out with mister a little bit and just had a relaxing week okay so that was that was good i really enjoyed it good didn't do much but it it was a a needed break good 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 i don't know if we've ever shared this but we kind of birthed the whole podcast idea through what we ended up calling uh, car chatter because we talk sometimes in the mornings on our way to work, sometimes in the afternoons on our way home, and sometimes both. It could be about any and everything or nothing at all. And right. then that was our car chatter. And that's kind of how the podcast came to life. So we're going to do a little car chatter before we get into this week's topic. Okay. The so one thing that came up this week In reference to the Super Bowl, it's this big controversy on whether or not we should be watching football, watching the Super Bowl. Some people were called out for watching the Super Bowl. Even uh, Big Boy and Travis Scott were called out for performing at the Super Bowl. So what are your thoughts on the band, no band, yes band, the people that are watching, not watching, performing, not performing? What do you think? Yeah, you know what? My my thought was, I, and, and I don't watch football, so, uh, and that was before the whole controversy, but I, I would have been one that wouldn't have watched football just because I, I feel like the 
Colin Kaepernick. I would have stood with Kaepernick or whatever. Um, I understand that it was bigger than him and all of that. And I understand the reason why he was doing it was for police brutality, had nothing to do with the flag. I just think the NFL handled it all wrong and sort of punished him for um, for him protesting for a good cause. Having said that, though, if people want to watch football or don't want to watch football or however they want to protest, I feel like that's their business. I did appreciate that Nicki Minaj or, I'm sorry, Cardi B and Rihanna were willing to forfeit the money to stand for their cause. So I, I so did, what do you think I, about about the fact that Travis Scott performed, but one of his prerequisites of doing that was that the NFL donated money to charity? Well, I, I mean, I think if that if that was his way of you know participating in the in the stand with with Kaepernick, it's more of I guess the the exposure. I guess Rihanna and Cardi B are big enough where they don't care about the exposure. Either way, I think everybody should uh, should be allowed to, you know, do what they want to do. For me, though, I probably wouldn't have participated. I wouldn't have watched football. I I would be able to do without it because I think they handled it all wrong. Uh, I don't feel like the NFL supported the cause at all. They demonized him for just trying to bring light to a very, very serious and real situation. Yeah, I think that the the message and, and the, the whole thing, the waters got really muddy. Because right. I watch football and... I didn't stop watching football when this whole thing came about. I was not one of the ones that, like the first year, I think a lot of people said not watching football, we're turning it off. And that slowly went away. People came back to football. I was not one of the ones that stopped watching football because I like football. And with that, it's like, okay, so we're getting on this with Colin, but at the same time, he still wanted to play. He was still working out and looking for teams to try out with. He and if he if a team would have him, from my understanding, he would be playing. And not only that, the majority of the league is African American. So if we're standing with one and turning our back on this and we're hurting the NFL, in some aspect, aren't we hurting all of these other players that are playing? We're watching, and then when we're looking at the Super Bowl, you know, Gladys Knight is singing, and and Hallie and Chloe, and Big Boy and Travis Scott. So it's just, okay, which way are you standing? So to me, it it was not a clear line. And Colin hasn't really said anything in a very long time, so really don't know where he is on the whole stance anymore. Like, are, are we banning it now because of his original message? Or is the band now because of how he's being treated and the fact that he can't well, get on a team? Like, what what right. is the band and, and now? And I think, for me, there were a few different things. I think it started out as 
him protesting, taking a knee to bring light to police brutality. And then it turned into the league mistreating him because he did, you know, take the knee. And then it came out for me how, in, in my opinion, how racist the league was uh, acting about the whole thing. So then that was a whole different thing for me. So for me, if I was watching football, I would have stopped watching football for that. Aside from um, Colin. For the treatment of of Colin after he was uh, quote unquote banned. Right. You say, right. I'm saying I would stop watching it after he was banned just on the strength that they were racist and how they handled the whole situation aside from him. Now, where it got a little sticky for me is, like you said, he still wanted to play. Like he still wanted to play. He still wanted to play ball. At least that's what people are saying. I just think the whole message got lost and, you know, it's, it's hard because we're never going to have everybody support the same thing. So when you have some people not supporting, some people supporting, right. and people say, okay, well, you know, what are we doing? And so the message just, to me, got lost. And, you know, whenever we all can't do something, then, you know, it's going to get crazy. So I... I that's just my opinion. But again, I don't watch football, so. <laughs> yeah, and I think this one was really hard just because there's so many African Americans in the league. So right. I didn't have a problem with anybody performing at the Super Bowl because I watch football and I never stopped and I was going to watch Super Bowl games. So if they want to perform, so be it. Those that turned it down and said, no, we're not going to perform more power to you. So be it. You know, I live in that judge free zone. Don't judge me. I'm not judging you. Right, right. <laughs> so, but I, I, I didn't have a problem with it either way. I just wonder what would have happened if all the African-Americans who play the players and some Caucasian players but if all the African American players had said, you know what, we're going to shut this down until we can bring some conversation and have some real conversation about, right. you know, how we're being treated as far as police brutality. What, what would that, have happened? If we no, had that happened? I can get with. That I can get with. But I think us stop watching, uh, that wasn't going to put a big impact on it right we're not going to solve anything that way but definitely if the players even one sunday or two sundays if they said we're not playing then there would have been a. I I believe had they done that there definitely would have been a discussion but because they continue to play people continue to watch and you know this is where we are yeah so the, the other thing was, and I'll do one more. Um, we want to congratulate Andy. I really like Andy. You know, bravo, Andy, oh, who's responsible, yeah. responsible for our ratchet. I'm not going to call them ratchet, but our housewives. <laughs> right, right. 
He has a baby boy via surrogate, and I think it's Benjamin Allen Cohen. Yes, he seems really excited. Um, I read that he's taking time off from the show. Yeah, he just had the baby shower, and I didn't know that the baby was coming so soon, but baby boy is here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I think Jeff from one of the Bravo home repair shows Mm -hmm. or something is supposed to take over his show for I read like a month or so or something. Yeah, they're good friends. He's going to be off. Yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. Okay, so into today's topic, we are going to discuss author. He's an author, I think. And, And I had to get it right because I think in some places I was hearing relationship expert but I think it's relationship coach. Right. Tony Gaskins. Right. And the specifically the interview he did with the Breakfast Club a few weeks ago. We wanted to talk about that for a little bit. Do you follow him on any of his platforms? Have you read any of his books or anything like that? I haven't. I've just heard about him you know, an article here or there or something, but I don't follow him. Okay. And I wasn't following him either. And two, yeah, I've seen maybe different clips or things or articles on uh, social media, but I've never really followed him personally. But when he did this interview, one thing that stuck out for me was he was speaking in general terms a lot. Like he was saying different things and it's like he felt like he had, I guess, the authority or maybe the expertise to speak for people as a whole. And I don't think we could, I don't think that we can, we can do that. Like one thing in particular, he said, all women want a man and they want one man and they want their man to be monogamous. And he said that these people that, that do these having three thumbs and and multiple people in their relationships, no woman wants that. Right. And I don't want that. (laughs) Right. But I can't speak for the next person because we do have people out here that participate in open relationships. We do have people out here that have threesomes of their own free will. So what are we saying about these people? Because according to Tony, they don't really want to do that. The women are just doing it to hold on to a man. Right. And there are some women who initiate that. So to As Shamari did with uh her open right. relationship with her right. husband. Yeah. So to say that no woman wants that, maybe you can say in your opinion, your wife or the women in your circle may not necessarily want that, but there are women out there who want it. And there are women out there who, yes, may go, you know, may do that just because that's something that their husband requests. But there are women who request it of their husbands, you know, to bring somebody else in the relationship. Yeah, and Charlemagne got flagged for saying he didn't think it was fair for Tony to say that that <clears throat> there's something wrong with that or uh, there's something wrong with people that do that and women don't want to do that because... You know, Charlemagne's point was there are people that do it and they right. do it because they want to. And he named 
Shamari and Ronnie DeVoe. He also named Tiana and Iman Schubert. They are very open about some of their activities. So uh, Charlemagne, he said he he wasn't advocating it. He was just saying that he wasn't one to judge or say what somebody else shouldn't do. Right. I agree. I mean, to say that nobody, nobody wants that. And he also was saying, if I'm, if I'm I'm not mistaken, I might've read this somewhere else that he was saying that how detrimental that was to a relationship and, and this kind of stuff. He said Um, that. Yes. And, there are couples who who do that and remain together and at like Shamari and her husband said that it strengthened their relationship. They realized later that it wasn't for them, but it did help their relationship. So, you know, I think he's he spoke a lot in absolute and you know, he you did. can't do that. He did. You have to say what in right. your opinion or the circle of people that you're involved with but you can't speak in absolute and what works for you in your relationship because that doesn't necessarily work for the next person now another point that he brought up was the fact that sex is not a priority in and a I would beg to differ <laughs> <laughs> When he said that, I wish you could have seen my face. I was like, boy, bye. What relationship are, what what kind of relationship you are in? Now, I'm not saying that that's the only thing. It's the most important thing. And if we don't have it, but it is high on the priority list. Like if for some reason we couldn't have it because of your health or my health or stuff like that. But to me, it's a priority just because it makes me feel closer to my mate. And so for me, it is a priority in my relationship. Now, I'm not saying that it's the number one thing in the relationship. For me, communication is probably number one. But it is a priority, though. It is high up on the list for for me. I mean... Right. And and I think... This varies depending on the couple. And I also think it changes with age and maturity and responsibilities. Right. Now, Charlemagne did say like with with him and his wife, uh, they recently had a, a, a baby, I think a few months ago. He had a book that came out. He was traveling a lot. Wife was tired because she was dealing with the baby plus the other two kids. And I think he said maybe four or six weeks may have gone by and they didn't have sex. But he said he didn't really think about it because there was just so much going on at that time. So it wasn't like there was a problem or somebody was mad with somebody or uh, they didn't want one another. It was just at what was going on in their life, in their house at that particular time. It just... It, it didn't happen for weeks. Right. But it, 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 and he was okay with that. And I think that comes with a certain level of, of maturity. I also think that Tony said, he may have said, we, he may have said a month oh, had yeah. gone by for he and his wife. And it's fine. That would be a little difficult for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think uh, the frequency level 
it varies uh, with the relationship and with the couple and with what's going on at, at that time. So I think for me, he was speaking, like you said, in absolutes. And you can't do that. <laughs> so Right. You you can't. Because like you said, I think it's it's all in um this the state of your relationship or like for people that have children or especially young children, time may go by because you have basketball practice, you have football, you have all these different things, especially if you have young children. You know, and you're working, she's working, you know, so there might be some time to go by. And for for me, I don't have young children. Right, we don't have any of that, so no, we need to have it. (laughs) Right, Right. and so, you know, it's, and again, I'm not saying that this is something that has to be done every day, all day, or whatever, but it does make me feel closer to my mate so it is important to me you know it 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 is important so when he said it's not a priority I'm like well maybe you shouldn't speak again in absolutes maybe you should say it's not a priority in your relationship or maybe it's not a priority for for certain reasons or it's not a priority all the time another thing he said was uh, we need to stop with the list. We need to do away with the list. And he's had something that he called 666. And he equated the 666 to uh, evil and darkness and something, you know, uh, not good. Right. But his 666 was six figures, six feet tall, and a six pack. Right. So... Okay, I get it. Sometimes the list can be a bit much, but why do you want to equate the 666 to evil or to something bad? Or why do you want to automatically put a negative connotation to that? Right. And what what is wrong with people having a, a list of things that they would like in their mate? Now, I, Nothing. I will agree that sometimes... I feel like in certain instances, our list might be um, unattainable. You know, like we might well, not be yeah, realistic. Yeah, you have to be realistic. Right. We yeah, might not be, be realistic. realistic. Exactly. But you should be able to have some, you know, non-negotiables in a relationship or for a mate that you want to choose, you know. And and that shouldn't be a negative thing. Right. I don't think it should be a negative at all. And I think that if you have a list, you might have 10 characteristics on this list that you would like in a mate. You're probably not going to get all 10. You just have to decide what's your non-negotiable. You have to decide what's most important to you and go from there. But like we said before, he speaks and they're, they're absolutes. Like, it's not good. No list. Do away with them. And with right. a lot of things. And then one more thing that he said, which probably was one of the only things that I could kind of agree with, or, or maybe one or two things. He said the fact that okay. he and his wife had not had an argument in probably close to, what, 10 years? And then, of course, everybody was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Now? 
And then he went back to clarify and he said, now there's a difference between argument and disagreement. We've had disagreements, but we haven't had an argument. Now, for, now what do you think okay. about that statement? Well, for me, you know, for me, I, I, I was kind of confused with the disagreement and argument. I don't know, I guess one, you are disagreeing, but you uh, it doesn't get escalated, I guess he was saying. Uh, right. He said that the argument is one where somebody is walking out or doors are being slammed or somebody is leaving and we're not talking for days at a time and it, it just escalated. Right. He said the disagreement is, okay, we don't disagree, but we can have a conversation. Right. We have this conversation. We'll get on the same page. And at the end of it, we may agree to disagree. Right. But it doesn't escalate to a shouting match. Right. Okay. Well, and you know, I've heard other couples say that. I used to work with a lady who said her and her husband for like the last 15 years hadn't had an argument. Um, For me... Because of my personality, and and I'm going to say it once again. I probably say it every episode, and my pettiness. (laughs) Um, I I have had, we do have disarguments, you know, where we... Okay, you said this, and then you said arguments. Is it disagreement, or is it an argument? It's an argument. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's an argument. My pettiness takes it to an argument. Now... Again, I'm working on that, and so I don't let it drift on for days like, you know, I I would in the past, but we do have arguments and sometimes disagreements, and for us, it doesn't, you know, stop the show or anything. It's just my pettiness takes over sometimes and turns it into what could have been a disagreement, my pettiness sometimes takes it to... It makes it an argument. Yes, makes it an argument. And and I'm aware of that and and want to work on that. And I am trying to work on that, so... Well, I mean, that's the first step is awareness. Right. And, you know, owning it. And you've done that. I can say with Mr. We... There's probably been one or two arguments. And... That was on me. Right. I've raised my voice and I don't want to talk to you anymore. Okay. Uh, leave me be. Right. But um, now, yeah, we will have disagreements, but no arguments. And it's probably also because even if I try to have an argument with him, he's not going to have an argument with me. Right. <laughs> he just doesn't do that. Right. <laughs> and... and Maybe uh, that was part of part of the reason why we don't have arguments because I know that now and it just it doesn't happen. So when he said that and he actually explained it, because if we just say we don't have arguments and everybody else, everybody's going to call bullshit, you know, because we do. Right. But when he broke it down and explained what he meant an argument versus disagreement and OK, I got it. I understand. I can flow with that because we don't have arguments per se right right yeah i'm working on that (laughs) uh, and 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 that's the that's the first step i think all in all i and you know when i started i said that i think that tony has been called a tony gaskin has been called a relationship relationship expert 
And then on the Breakfast Club, they corrected themselves and they said relationship coach. Coach. And I think right. it's probably better to leave it at coach because he, well, he couldn't even coach me. <laughs> no, I was going to say he, I, he wouldn't even be a good coach. No, for he me. wouldn't be. A, like, and apparently not for many because he acknowledged the fact that he is not well liked, especially among men. And it's almost like he felt the need to say everything that he had done in his youth, quote unquote, and the fact that he's a better man now because of it. So he feels like that gives him the authority to tell everybody else what to do when, and I say not so. And you know what? Before we get off him, no. one more thing that he said that I was like, really? Do you remember when he said he got his wife pregnant on purpose? Yes. Where they do that at? <laughs> I, I was like, is, is anybody going to acknowledge that? Like, no, I think Charlemagne did. But my thing is, I don't know that you don't hear men saying that. And then the other question is, how could you get her pregnant on purpose? Because first of all, if she allowed you to be with her without protection, and if she wasn't taking anything, then she knew. That that was a possibility. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. Isn't it a little bit more difficult for a man to say, I'm going to get you pregnant on purpose? Like, I'm just wondering why. I don't know. Or I don't know. Maybe he was poking holes in the condom. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm like, what was was the point in that? Like, he didn't want to lose her because he lost her. Uh, She left him. They got together. He was out doing what he do. She left him. Years later, they got together again and he was like, oh no, I'm not going to let her get away from me again. She's mine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> if I if I heard my husband saying that on the radio or writing it in his book <laughs> or whatever, we would have a problem. Like, don't, don't be out here telling people that stuff. That... <laughs> Yeah, that no. that was a little bit different. I guess, you know, Tony has his own following and I guess he is doing well in what he's doing. But no. No, Tony is not for me. Yeah. That that definitely wouldn't be for me. No. 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 And we're going to move on from Mr. Tony Gaskin and his interview at the Breakfast Club because we're good on Tony. <laughs> yes. We're definitely good on Tony. And we're going to go into that ratchet recap. Yes. When we talked about the respectful and disrespectful cheating, and you mentioned that the subject came up on this new show, Love and Marriage Huntsville. So this weekend, I was looking, searching, and I saw it. And I was like, okay, that's what Cindy was talking about. Let me take a listen. Oh my goodness. I love it. <laughs> okay, there were four episodes yeah. in. This is season one, four episodes in. Can I tell you, I watched all four episodes on Saturday. Yes, I believe it. I did. <laughs> I believe it. So, this is a reality show with three couples from Huntsville, Alabama. And basically, they come on and they tell us that Huntsville or Alabama is not what you think Alabama is. And actually, 
one of the characters says, it's not about the ATL, it's about the ALA. So I guess, right. you know, Huntsville has it going on. But they all are doing really well for themselves. They are in um, residential building and commercial building and um, one is a realtor and one is in credit repair. They're just kind of navigating through life in Huntsville and and being a successful couple that works together. My favorite is Maurice and Kimmy. Now, they're not married yet, but they're engaged to be married. And they are my favorite couple so far. Who do you like on there? Mine too. Mine too. They are they are my favorites. And you know how on a show you have a couple that you like love to hate. I I really like and I'm horrible with names, but the supposed main couple. Martel and I Melody. I forgot their names. The the Melody and yeah. Well, I like Melody, but her husband is just he's just a lot he like he's just extra he's just a he lot. sat there and said after it was kind of out that he cheated on her but he sat there and said you know i don't cheat you know i don't know i mean i don't i know i don't cheat i've never cheated and i'm like dude <laughs> we already know she told us already <laughs> yes he's just he's just a lot like he's Seems really full of himself. He he's definitely he's that. So special, and even with business, when they're when they're all the three couples are getting together and they're discussing business on building these houses. They're they're supposedly building houses in a community to give back to the community and whatever. He's just so condescending when he talks to everybody about business, like he's the only one who knows about that industry. And they're all in the industry in one way or another. He's not the only one who knows. And even if you are, there's a way that you can speak to people without being condescending, especially these are your friends, you know, and you're coming together to do something for the community. You know, and so. you know, and you know, some background on that. They they formed this group to do this to do this, and a few years ago, the group dissolved because he brought like forty six acres to the group. They were going to purchase it. They were going to develop it, and he felt like the group as a whole was dragging their feet. So he went and purchased it behind their right. back. Right. So. You know, fast forward a few years later, they're trying to come together again. They have a smaller lot with two homes or two lots to build two homes on. They're trying to come together again. And when they were having a meeting, you know, like you said, he has that condescending tone. He actually said to them after the meeting, he felt like he was the only one that knew what was going on because he was the only one that was experienced in the area of residential. Right. Because he, he kept calling... Uh, one of the wives, he kept calling her sweetheart. Yes, Leticia. He did. He kept calling her sweetheart. And, you know, even his wife said, I wouldn't want you to call me sweetheart because that makes it seem like 
you know, you're being condescending and, and acting like I don't, I shouldn't be there because, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. And he basically, I think he said, well, I, or I, none of I was the only knew. one. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> the problem with that is he said it and I get it. Sometimes, you know, absent-minded men will say that, but she said, I'm not your sweetheart. And then he said it again. So that was the disrespectful part. Like she corrected you and she said, listen, I'm not your sweetheart. And then he said it again. And then, you know, husband to the rest. Although he said it, you know, in one of their one-on-one interviews, he didn't say it, you know, when they were meeting, he was like, if my wife tell you not to call her sweetheart, don't call her sweetheart. Right. All right. You better stand up for your wife. (laughs) Right. Well, he even said the first time he said it, he didn't mean anything by it. Right. He said the Which first is why I would have given him a pass on the first time. So when she corrected you, don't do it again. But because he's such a he's such an ass, when she corrected him, he continued to say it. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. He he's just a bit much for me. He it seems like he thinks very highly of himself, which he you should, but not to the point where you're being condescending and rude and disrespectful to people, even your wife. I feel like he's disrespectful to her as well. He is. And initially I thought that I was going to have that feeling towards the both of them. But as I watched the episodes, I started feeling bad for her because she was very disrespectful. and, And I could see that, she was hurting because she's trying to put on this facade that everything is okay in her marriage when it's obviously not. And, you know, she's like timing him, you know, like you was at the gym an hour longer than need be, or you said you were going to Home Depot, but you were wearing clothes that one wouldn't wear to go to Home Depot. Like if I have to do all of that, right? we might need to rethink the relationship. Right. Right. Now, because obviously she can handle her business by herself. She Well, she that's does a, that would be a much. problem. Well, that would be a problem because it's a joint business. So Well, that, we would that, have to figure that would out have a problem. To, <laughs> we would figure out how to be Holt and the other Holt or something. <laughs> so the the other couple, Marcel and Letitia and and this is and now at first again I was feeling very bad for Letitia because her husband is he's a chauvinist there's no other way to say it and he oh, yeah. he actually has a brother on the show and the brother was like yeah he's a chauvinist and I was yes. feeling bad for her but as the episodes went on it was apparent that she does have a voice and ultimately you know like she's gonna let her husband lead and she's gonna you know play the role of the wife but when it's something that she believes in and, and she's strongly, you know, passionate about, she's going to do what she wants to do. So it, it kind of showed that, yeah, she does have a mind of her own. She does have a voice of her own. I was happy to hear that. But, uh, yeah, he he's special. He He is. But I think he seems to be all bark and not a whole lot of bite. Because I hope so. even though he's saying all of this and he don't want her to do this, he doesn't want her to do that. 
But she is, you know, stepping up and saying, hey, I'm going to this meeting. You're going to have to stay with the kids. Hey, I don't want to be a stay-at-home, you know, mom all the time. I do want to help out with the family. I do want to have a life. And he's giving her pushback, but she's she's holding her own. So I'm hoping that... And I'm glad to see that. Yeah, I'm hoping that he's more bark than bite. And 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 last thing I wanted to say about the the again, I'm bad with names, Kimmy and her husband. Mm-hmm. Um I, I will say that on the last episode, I believe it was the last episode where she went they went to therapy just before they were getting mar- married or counseling before yes. they were getting married. I when she started to cry saying that, you know, she didn't really have a a life because she um, had her son young and then she went to school and then she went to work and she didn't really get to do all the things that younger people get to do because she chose to have a baby. Right. And so when she said, you know, that even now every she looks on Facebook and everybody's going to Paris and different places and she feels like her life is passing her by. I really love the way her husband to be responded because he said, I just didn't know. Like she yes. makes it seem so easy. I need to step up and do more, but I just didn't know. And I thought that was really nice because he said, I need to step up. You know, I need to do better. I need there. I need to move some things around. I need to work a little less or take off some more or, you know, help out because he just didn't know that she felt that way. And sometimes people don't know how you feel if you don't tell them, you know, just make things look good. Yeah. To say that it's, it's really important to communicate, you know, what we're feeling to our mates because, and it was obvious that because his, his reaction to her crying, he was really caught off guard because he looked at her and he was like, you're crying because he didn't expect that. But she, and, and he acknowledged that he knew she was doing a lot. He acknowledged that there was a lot on her plate, but he said she makes it look so easy. So he didn't think anything of it. So, and I, I agree. I mean, it was really, really nice to see that he acknowledged it and it didn't take, you know, it didn't take anything from the council because she was sitting there at that point. She hadn't even said anything. He was like immediately on it. And he was like, well, yeah, I'm going to have to move some stuff around. I'm going to have to do some things because I didn't know. And I feel like had she had that conversation with him, he would have done it immediately but also because she is or she did you know raise her son or her owner that she was a single mother she probably didn't even think that i need to communicate to him that this is too much for me because i'm sure she's just doing what she's always done on her own right so yeah that that was really good to see and you know to close it out you know this came about when we talked about the the subject of is there a difference between the cheating and the disrespectful cheating and when they were talking about it the funny but like it's a couple funny points uh maurice and kimmy he was trying to explain how 
you just shouldn't get caught. And Kimmy was like, no, no, <laughs> no. Let's not even have this conversation because it's all wrong. Like cheating, like we said last week, cheating wrong. But the part that really had me laughing was, and from the unlikely source, because I think it was right. the show when it's Marcel. He said, well, in my mind, the only way that you can cheat res- respectfully is by having a threesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, thought about that. I was like, well, you know what? <laughs> he has a point because we were saying last week there's no way to cheat respectfully. Marcel right. has told I- us there is, and that's what the threesome. <laughs> right. I, I guess that is a respectable way to cheat. That I guess that's the I, only I guess way so. that that you could get away with it. But yeah, I think it's a if not for anything, it's a good show for discussion because there was a lot to to break down. They could be a whole that show could be a whole episode of stuff that they talk about. Yes. From stay at home moms. Yes. To stepkids. Right. To you know condescending husbands. Spouses you know, working together. Just all of that. All of that. So I will definitely be tuning in the rest of the season and I'm sure we'll be talking about it again because I think that's one of my new fave shows. Yes, yes. I, I like it. <laughs> I'm glad you watched because I, I did like it. I, If not for anything, just because it makes you think when they talk about different things that deal with marriage and relationships, it makes you think, huh, okay. Yeah. Well, salute to Love and Marriage. If you haven't seen it, you guys should definitely tune in. I think that comes on OWN. I, um, it comes on Saturdays after Iyama. Yeah, on, at 10. Yeah. And that will do it for this week's conversation. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at What We Like. Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week. Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. Bye.